So this week, Sam gets to drive. It's Sam's turn. I took Luke out to a restaurant. And then while we were eating, I left them with the check. And that means Luke is stuck at the restaurant uh, washing the dishes. No, I, Sam, I, I, I make good money at my job. Uh, and I, I offered to pay for the meal. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, Luke, is it cool if I run the game? You can play, though. You can play the oh, game. Oh, yeah. No, that would be great. I don't have to, like, have four different monitors. Actually, wait. Um, Eric, is it cool if Luke plays? Uh, mm. You know what? I'll allow it. All right, Matt. Madison, I know this is, like, a little on the spot. A little on the spot. Um, you know... I mean, there's pros and cons to the whole situation. Hmm. I can't say no to you, Barry. Let him in. Let him play. I'm excited. I I haven't gotten to play a character in so long. I hope I remember how to do it. And I haven't DM'd ever. Let's hit the music. Also, some dogs for the ladies and people who want dogs. <laughs> let us slay, let us slay, let us slay. Queen. Yes. Slay queen, sissy that walk. <laughs> Pussy on fire. Is this what it's like for you? Shake, shake that ass. Turn, turn that heel. <laughs> Damn. Yes, this is. I don't know what we're turning down for. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We're going to play this game like the roof's on fire. Hi, everyone. I'm Sam, your game master. Never heard that phrase before on this show, but better late than never. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're just going to go into it then. Uh, today, we are going to be playing Hell Grinders, designed and written by Ken Lowry and Rachel Stevens, who you can support respectively on bannerlessgames.itch.io and positronicwoman.itch.io. Big thanks to Ken Lowry and Rachel Stevens. Quick message from Rachel Stevens. Please support your local trans people. Give them some money, whatever you can do. It's appreciated. Trans rights are human rights, and Eric lost his Twitter account in that fight. Yeah, I, I, yeah I was, you know what? Fuck turfs, but don't have sex with them. And transphobia is a mental illness. I can say that here. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no searching podcasts. Oh, finally, uh, Hellgrinders is illuminated by Lumen, based on the Lumen RPG system designed by Spencer Campbell at Gila RPGs. Uh, that is all the credits. Luke, should I read the intro for this for this very good game? Y- yes. By our good friend Ken Lowry? Of course. Yes. Of course, yeah, Rachel, Rachel Stevens. Stevens.
And at once, all the gates of hell were opened, and demons poured forth in their millions, and so they did consume the earth in fire and blood. And then did the gates of heaven open, and angels poured forth in their millions, and so did they wage battle with hell's legions. And in their haste, the demons of hell left untended the prisons in which they held the souls of countless billions, which they would soon regret. For even as the war of heaven and hell consumed the earth, hell's own prisoners would escape to show the same mercy they were granted in perdition. And soon angel and devil alike would find out that they were completely fucked. <laughs> Wunderbar. <laughs> Email! <laughs> so uh, we open on a very boring room. It's got wood paneling. Think uh, season two of The Wire about the Union, uh, where those meetings happen, where like an Elk Lodge or something similar would take place. My basement. A basement. Your basement, you know, with more light. <laughs> I, I have an ex. I have two more lamps in here, Sam. Natural light, then. Well, I, we'll get into the light source. Mm-hmm. At a desk in the middle of the room is a sort of squat uh, gentleman. Looks, think, uh, well, Frank Sabaka from season two of The Wire, the one about the union, and uh, maybe a George Costanza. This guy is sort of. Okay, that guy I know. I haven't seen The Wire. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Sabaka, that's, that's when Chewbacca plays Sabak. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As opposed to Sagatka, which is when he plays uh, Street Fighter. So mm-hmm. uh, you can see that this guy is also a little bit Frankensteined out. Limbs reattached, neck stapled together, things of that nature. And he looks up and he says, uh, yeah, hey, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, my name is Emmanuel Vidao. Uh, call me Manny Vids. I uh, really appreciate you all coming uh, for joining the Hell Grinder Initiative. Uh, before we start, I've got a quick uh, questionnaire to go through that's also going to make sure that the uh, sort of prison break resurrection protocols went off without a hitch. Uh, so, and he points to Eric's character. Okay. He says, uh, start with you. What was your name? Uh, my name is. Hold on, let me just. Ah, damn it, I. Okay. Uh, my name is Space Hog LXIV or Space Hog 64. Okay, and how did you die? Well, I was betrayed after my glorious victory, the final one that would guarantee my freedom. I was betrayed by a man known as the Last Dictator. Mm-hmm. Yep, checks out. And why were you damned? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do bother with the voice. Uh, I was <laughs> damned because of all the bodies I've accrued in the arena. And your weapon of choice? Axes. Excellent. Uh, Who or what do you fight for? I fight for my freedom. Uh And what will you say to the Demiurge when you see him? And in the end, we shall achieve in time the thing they call divine, when all the stars will smile for me. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you, uh, Mix. Uh, sorry, Mister Spacehawk. Would that be right, or uh, Mister yes, Sixty Four? Uh, you see, we are delineated by our species, and I was designated number sixty fourth. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. So, like Spacehawk, you know, you're just talking to this like giant muscular boar character with these huge ass bloody tusks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very classical orc 
sort of sort of look. Yeah, but it. it's Space Hog because he's a boar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. Sorry, I should say manga orc. Right, what I was thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boars, and, uh, <laughs> et cetera. All right, excellent. Well, thank you, Mister uh, Space Hog sixty four, and then he's going to point to the bard. Sorry, he's going to point to Madison's character. <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, okay, and you, what was your name? What was my name? What is my name? Vio Strati. Uh-huh. And how did you die? Oh, it was really tragic by all means. I was burned alive in a theater as it went down. <laughs> and why were you damned? Simple. I beat the devil at his own game and won a wonderful prize that he hated me for. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a mistake. And uh, uh, what is your weapon of choice? Ah, <clears throat> uh, the violin. Excellent. And who or what do you fight for? I fight for the music that beats within all of us. It will not be silenced. And what will you say to the Demiurge when you see him? Sit down, fool, and let me play you out. Excellent, excellent. Okay, and and you can describe yourself physically a little bit if you'd like to. She she's a, a Vio Strati is a sort of a tall figure in like an elegant dress that at the edges you can still see still burns with that flame. Fucking sick. She's 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 got fiery hair as well, and while one side of her face is beautiful and dark in that kind of mysterious way with that red red lipstick and those dark eyes and dark eyeshadow. The other half is still burned away, just skull and bone left. Just a single flaming eye still looks out. Okay. Quite the collection we have here today. And uh, finally, uh, you, sir. And points to Luke's character. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was your name? Oh, uh, my name is Luke Hare. That's H-E-R-R. Uh-huh. Okay. And how did you die? Uh, you know that game Pokemon Go that came out? I was playing and I was walking around a graveyard early enough in the morning during the fall and I just didn't see a root and so I just tripped and fell and I smashed my head on a gravestone and like it could have been fine but no one really knew where I was and so I just ended up bleeding out and dying. That matches what we have here. And why were you damned? I I didn't get Christianity like 100% right. Like, I thought I had a generally good idea. A lot more important stuff about elephants than you would expect. Look, it's it's a fraction of a fraction of a percent of Christians that get it right. Okay, a little... Oh, yeah. Like, and, like, there's no fucking metaphors in the Bible. Like, everything is pretty literal. Like, you read the book of Revelations, like, oh, no, this was just something that some guy who was in prison, like, had a vision of, and it all simple. No, no, it's nope. all 100% literal. Yeah, I mean, uh, so. and uh, he gestures outside in which a uh, seven-headed demon uh, sort of eats itself and yeah. regurgitates its body back onto itself as yeah. a line of damned jump into the flesh wounds. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, as you can see. Yeah, I, I 
I kind of just, like, always trusted that if, like, my faith wasn't enough, the fact that my mom was a pastor would, like, get me in, but apparently I was wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you were. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, and what is your weapon of choice? I've got fists. That you do? There's, there's... Like, I can probably punch things. Luke is gesturing that he can punch, but he does not actually know how to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's just a very long pause, mm-hmm. and then finally uh, Manny goes back. Uh, who or, or or what do you fight for? My right to party. Uh-huh. Okay, and what yeah. Yeah. will you say to the demiurge when you see him? I thought you were metaphorical, you son of a bitch. Would you believe you're not the first person? I would definitely yeah. believe that. Well, thank you all so much. Uh, if you could just follow me, and he stands up, and uh, you can see that his bottom half is sort of a, uh, you know, uh, like a cyber spider situation. A mm-hmm. couple of goat legs on there, too. Yeah, and follow me, and right this way, we're going to mm-hmm. head to the armory before we uh, get the show on the road. Now, I uh, did, sounds like some of you brought your own uh, weapons. I can see uh, a violin there. Mm-hmm. The prize won from the devil himself. Won at fair and square, so technically I get to keep it. Great. Well, uh, my associate here is going to help you, uh, whether you need to pick up a weapon or just uh, improve yours. uh, Here. And uh, opens the door and a a blast of heat assaults you. Uh, And this next room is, it's bigger than it should be. It's uh, sort of round, like the inside of a, a, you know, I've never said it out loud, Cairn? Mm -hmm. C-A-I, yeah, okay, Cairn. And there is... At an anvil, an armored figure, a face shaped like an anvil, and smoke sort of billows out. And he, the, the figure gestures towards a wall that is filled with weapons, and also gestures at his own forge. Uh, so functionally, what's about to happen, you can just tell me what weapon you want or ha- already have. Uh, in the book, we have a list. We're going to start with harm one weapons, uh, one damage, one harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're also all going to get a random tag. Okay. So I can read the list here for you. Uh, there are fists, mace, spear, whip, shield, also grants one health, pistol, crossbow, or instrument, which is bard only. I'm also willing to say like a tinier axe, like a like a, a smaller sort of thing, not a full battle axe action. Okay. But yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to start the the upgrading process or pick out a weapon, let me know. Uh, I'll I'll go with the upgrading. Luke will go with the upgrading process. Hi, Forge Master. Ah, uh, so I'm probably just going to stick with the fists because I think I can like punch. But can you like do magic? Like I do not want them like chopped off and replaced with metal hands or anything because like in hell it's hard to like already get it up. But I don't want to like lose any other abilities. You know the 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 Forge Master um sort of gestures at their own situate like flexes the metal hands like in a sort of like I pff, you're telling me brother all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then gestures towards the anvil to put your hands on it. Ah, uh, all right. And he takes a hammer that you can see is just crackling with heat, blinding. Uh, for whatever reason, chefs call this ripping hot. <laughs> and brings it down so quick on your hands, you don't feel anything. It feels fine. Mm-hmm. Luke, roll 2d6. Five. 
So that is... Did, did I get the fifth thing? Yeah, well, hold on. It's 11, right? Two, three, four, five. No, there's 12 of them. Yeah, there's 12. So then you got dual. <laughs> Twice as nice and double the fun. Dual wield for double damage. I've got four hands now. Yes, that is what has happened. I can do this twice now. Oh my god. No, you could do it in stereo, I think. <laughs> Just rapidly doing the mo, like, snap, slap thing with your... Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait to learn how to use these things. And then uh, the Forge Master turns to the rest of the group and, and gestures. Whoever's next up is welcomed. Suppose we'll continue on down the line. I will be using my golden fiddle. Don't suppose you have something you can do to this baby. And he really takes like an eye to this thing, like where wherever eyes might be on this this fellow. Like he's examining it. He sort of picks at it and notices. Oh, she's already got this tuned. Like obviously, it's perfectly tuned. It's been so ever since I came down here. And does sort of like the hand gestures of an antiques roadshow host, like holding it to a camera, <laughs> like, like holding it with like the, just the tips of their fingers and like turning it just a little bit to get the better angles and shit. Yeah. And then he lays it on the anvil and swings that crackling hammer. There is heat and flash, but the other side of it, well, Madison, you'll have to roll 2d6. 2d6. It is a 15. Five and a four. For nine. That's a nine. Holy. Add two harm to attacks on demonic enemies, which is most of them. <laughs> From all angles, it can be seen like one of those little tiny gold leaf halos, like on a painting. Oh, how curious. Like no matter where you're looking at it from, it appears behind uh, full, full on towards the viewer. Oh, excellent. I give it a, 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 a quick little strum to hear those, those strings truly. Truly sing. There's a faint, like, chorus sound. Oh, perfect. The devil will hate it. And then finally, the Forge Master turns to Space Hog. Yes. Um, now, I can also have, like, one of those tiny hand axes, like a hatchet, you said? Oh, yeah. Like, it'll just be a harm one weapon, as opposed to... Okay, that. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so, fetches a, a hatchet. Kind of looks like it could be pretty solid for throwing. It's a, it's a one-handed little guy. Well, actually what he does is he kind of gestures towards his hand axes and kind of sees if, if there's one that's catching uh, Space Hog's eye. Um, I, I think the Space Hog is probably going to go for the one that has looks very sturdy, also has that like one of those little holes in the back between the uh, blade itself and the proper handle because that's where all the blood likes to seep down. So that, you know, it's much easier to clean. And also, you know, you want like very intricate, like etching on your hand axe so that when you cover it in the blood of your enemies, it makes a cool design in the recess. It's like the George Foreman grill of uh, hand axes. And, you know, he uh, he sees you eyeing that one and kind of comes at you like, ah, you know that. But, you know, this is all told with his hands. <laughs> um, right. But then he uh, takes it, sort of does like the a little show-off gesture, a sommelier with a bottle of wine, and then puts it on the anvil, slams it with a hammer. Eric, give me that 2d6. 2d6. I rolled a nine. Do me a favor, just roll one again, since we already got a nine. All right. I rolled a seven. Okay. A seven is 
uh, explosive. Explosions upon impact do two additional harm to the target and one harm to all allies or enemies in near range. <laughs> oh, fun. All right. <laughs> I sort of have an idea of how this looks unless you have one. I want to hear your idea first. Okay, well, there's two ideas. Okay. Uh, one is a sort of crackling rune. It looks like a part of the hammer itself just sort of fused with it and then ripped away, uh, leaving a stamp in the thing. Or you can kind of see some buckshot very hastily taped to the axe. Okay, I, I like the buckshot one or something like there's just a lot of flint there so that, you know, sparks go off whenever he strikes an enemy. Okay, so it, what it what it looks like is, because uh, I like that, um, you, you notice that the edge of it is much shinier, takes it off the anvil and you can see sparks already flying off of it. And then attaching sort of a pinwheel on both sides is buckshot. It looks mystical in nature. Uh, if you're really paying attention, it's reloading itself and reforming and turning after use, but uh, it's there. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, the Forge Master kind of shrugs. Then uh, Manuel comes up from it. All right, great. Uh, looks like everyone is armed and it's time to get going. If you could just head to the next door and you can see there's another door into this hallway uh, and this sort of other side of this cairn sort of shape. Uh, you go to it, uh, Manuel opens it, and you're somehow thousands of feet in the air. Wow. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So this is how we're going to get you to the objective. Well, as close to the objective as we can get. This is uh, sort of where our wards and powers run out. Well, we're, we got as close as we could, but what can mm -hmm. what can we say? And then... Uh, we just step out? Yeah, you can you can just step out and start... You can sort of look over and... Next thing to do is start the mission. And I'll tell you what you see when you look out the door. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I'm just going out that door. Okay. So <laughs> below you, way below you, way, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, is the Capitol building. It's sort of torn asunder, reformed. It's painted with burning gold. And you see it as you're falling and falling and falling. Uh, as you're getting closer, just fissures, just a lot of seismic activity appears to have taken place and will continue to take place. Uh, and you're falling and you hit the ground and you're fine. Uh, if you want to tell me how you hit the ground, if you look cool, if you roll, if you do the three point landing. The classic superhero. <laughs> if you want to look cool, you will have to make a roll. <laughs> So otherwise, you're going to hit the ground and look stupid. Oh, I want to, like, hit the ground, but then, like, leave a slight indentation where I hit the ground and then just, like, spawn up out of that. Okay, no, I'm going to make you roll genre <laughs> savvy. Uh, I got a four. Four. So you hit the ground and you do leave a Luke shape. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, as you do, you feel the earth shake a little bit. And you definitely feel like something got knocked loose somewhere, you know. It's fine right now. In, but... in the earth, not in me. In, in the earth, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Space Hog, 
I can't remember how to pronounce your Fiastrati. Are you trying to look cool or do you just want to land and roll? Yeah, I think what he's doing is he's just going to like <laughs> turn backwards and then try to just absorb as much impact as possible on his muscular back, like like a wrestler trying to take a bump. You know what? I am going to ask you to roll for that one. Okay. Give me a strength roll. So that is two D6. Two D. Tell me the highest. Uh, I rolled a five. All right. A five. Yep. Yeah, you you take that back bump like a champ. Um, I think you sell it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like you do a, a classic sort of Shawn Michael or, or uh, Ric Flair, Kenny Omega, like, ooh, ouchie. But we all know you're fine. Yeah. Anyone who saw that. You know, because I assume like, you know, Space Hog is like at least, you know, very large and his two companions are normal people sized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm 6'2". That's taller than a lot of people. It is taller than average, but it's also as tall as I am. So what's your sample? <laughs> and then the Estrati? Oh, we have that bit. I am at the very least going to try and land with a bit of grace. Then hit me with a speed check speed check right that's 2d 2d6 yes yep and tell me the highest the highest is a five yeah uh you inexplicably land like a fairy godmother <laughs> brief flash of light there's sparkles uh one foot touches the ground and then the other there's a, a slight coral ring from it's as if i was never <laughs> as if i was never falling at all i simply start walking yeah and immediately in front of you it, I, you sort of land by the capital steps here and immediately in front of you is a group of skeleboys skeleton armies wielding arcane weapons ineptly there's one who's got a classic sort of viking hat and a sword uh, there's another who has two heads attached but one arm but it's a really long arm another has a crossbow and Finally, the last one seems like a bannerman, and he seems taller than the rest. Combat has begun. Who will start? Do we need to roll for speed or anything like of the sort, or do we just begin? Nope. Yeah, so the way this is going to happen is the players can go in any order they choose, and I will always go last with the enemies and world. All right. I think uh, I'm gonna, a space hog is going to take the lead. Yeah, run it. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, he is going to go run up to the two-headed beast. And um, let's see. So how does combat work? Uh, so combat, if you want to attack him with your weapon, that's going to be taking an action and you'll do a probably strength roll unless you describe it in a different sort of way. Okay. You can also use any and all of your powers those will always work uh you can do as many of them as you want on a turn as long as you have the resources for it okay uh now okay so i think i want to use bloody arc on this guy because i want to go for the i want to swing for his head and also try to chop both of their heads off at the same time okay excellent and he's next to the other sword guy so this could be uh pretty bad for everyone okay uh, so give me a strength roll all right. Well, no, I'm sorry. You're doing bloody cleave. So you spend one rage, bloody arc. Okay. You spend a rage. Uh, you deal one harm to all the near enemies, which you ran up on this one guy. And I mean, you slice his head clean off. Okay. And then the other one sort of looks where the, the head used to be and then looks back at you and that slides off. So you got both cool ways to kill somebody in one guy. 
Okay. And the skeletons, that skeleton is down. There's still three left. One of them's got a crossbow. The other uh, is holding some sort of flag and banner. And the last one has a sword and has the Viking helmet. I can still attack. Yes, you can. You can take your action. All right. And uh, so uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to go for the banner man. Okay. Uh, Are you going to try and run at him? Are you just going to brute force? I I would say he is, uh, you know, in near range, in close range, not necessarily near. So you're going to have to take a couple steps at him, but they just okay would jump or or what are you thinking what's it look like yeah i think i'm just gonna like jump at him and aim for the head aim for splitting that head open all right give me a strength roll i rolled two sixes um okay that seems like i should reward it (laughs) oh my god so you come down in a flurry of spark and rock salt and cordite and whatever the smell of bone you know that smell um when you're at the dentist and you know they're doing shit to your teeth with that drill that you don't want to think too much about yeah that smell that smell comes out of this dude and the the banner goes up in flames from the explosion i'm gonna say since you rolled two sixes uh like all the sparks and flack and everything that came off of this just sort of bounces off of space hog's chest manly and you take no damage in this case Right. <laughs> he probably like just probably bumps a couple, you know, flex off with his giant packs. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's my action for the turn. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, we have two people left to go and two Skelleboys. Two Skelleboys. Right. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, you said there was a double-headed one? Uh, no, that's the first one that Spacehog took out. Ah. So there's one with a... Uh, a Viking helmet and a sword. And then there's another one with a crossbow. Oh, then I'll go for the one with the crossbow. Okay. I'm just going to go and punch it with my four fists. And because you're four fists that happened, you, I'm going to say you can not, if you hit, we'll just do double damage. You'll get two harm. That's all we'll say, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, run up on them. That's going to be strength. Yeah. Swing, swing on them. Uh, double fives. Okay. Yeah, you uh, attack this guy, you get two harm off on the crossbow, and sort of describe where you're punching him. What's what's it look like as you attack with four fists? Uh, I basically want to, like, go and try and rip the arms off of the body, Mm -hmm. because that way you can't shoot the crossbow. Okay, I mean, you grab these arms, and when you rip them off, uh, the whole thing collapses. It just, it plays a little xylophone hook, like a little marimba. I guess you just got fucked up. Uh, <laughs> off screen again, the marimba noise goes off. But more sadly this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the saddest marimba that you've ever seen. Uh, and the Estrada. Mm-hmm. The Estradi. The Estradi. Yes, well, while these two manly men directly attack the enemy, uh, I will begin to give them something of a, a supportive performance. I begin to s- draw the bow across my golden violin. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. And then, as I come a little bit closer, I force the violin to scream, dragging the bow across and just, with that holy voice to try and just sonic kill the motherfucking skeleton. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so... 
if you're going to do that, I'm going to say that's your savvy for playing your mm -hmm. instrument to attack. Uh, now I'm just going to point out you have the you have my axe power. So in addition to holy, you can add another tag onto this if you want to just get weird. <laughs> ah, am I allowed to do yeah. a new weapon tag at the same time as a different one? Yes. See, the Forge Master gave you uh, holy, but this is your power. Ah, ah my power. Mm -hmm. Let me double check what's there. Yeah, uh, I can read off if you'd like me to. Or you can roll. I I, I, I do have it open. I'm just uh, seeing okay, yeah. if there's one that, that feels like it fits. But yeah, no, I'll just uh, roll another two and see if I can get something yeah. that none of us have yet. Do it. That is a six and a five. Okay, so this is kinetic. Uh, mm hmm, mm hmm yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to what that looks like as you make the attack. Go ahead, give me the savvy. All right, let's say two as well. As well, and give me the highest result. Uh, that will be a five. Man, y'all are fucking whipping shit. <laughs> okay. Bob it down. So uh, what happens is you you strike this chord, and again, you, you hear that chorus, and then it gets a little bassier, and you can see the air as it's cut and runs through this skeleton. The force continues moving past it, past the doors into the Capitol building. It, you blow them off the hinges, it explodes into splinters. Uh, you can see that behind that door, you've taken out probably a couple more skeletons. Wow. And then they turn at all of you. Well, I hope you're not quite finished with everything because we have company. Yeah, look at these clowns in Congress. <laughs> and they make chattery marimba noises as... They charge at all of you. More of them come out. There's, I'm going to say there's eight. I'm not going to describe them all right now. We'll describe them when we attack them. But there's eight Skeleboys, and behind them, it's, no, it's stomping. It's getting closer. You can't quite make it out, but that looks like a giant foot, like reptilian in nature, but also skeletal. A roar comes from behind these skeletons, and, and smoke lingers. A skeletal dragon follows behind them. It's not really in range right now, but in the next, like, mechanically. The next turn, you can uh, deal with these skeletons. They're the immediate problem. The turn after that, uh, the dragon is getting involved. Oh, boy. Fair enough. Oh, God. Good for that dragon. Oh, uh, also, the, the ground shakes more. It's a little ominous. Whoever would like to go first, the next round begins. Hmm. Uh, Eight skeletons charging from the front door of the Capitol building. And presumably, they are between you and the objective. How far is far, by the way? How far are we considering far? Uh, I'm going to say that the, we'll, we'll call far like half a football field. I'm, I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm bad at visualizing too much. I'm going to say that the dragon is a little beyond far. If you want to try and get shots off on the dragon now, you're going to put yourself in more danger. You're going to be charging into the crowd of skeletons and sort of ignoring them to focus your fire, if that's what you did. As Luke would like to call it, it is a bone zone. It's a bone zone. Right. It's a total bone zone. You have to get past the bone zone to get to the dragon. Luke in the bone zone in the morning! <laughs> Fantastic. And coming up first, in the meantime, by Space Hog, which means Space Hog is going to attack first. Uh, you know, just to clear out the skeleton. So I'm just going to run up to a skelly boy and... Um, yeah, I'm going to try to take, I'm going to use Bloody Ark again okay. to uh, try to take out a couple skelly boys. Excellent. Yeah, you uh, take out 
I'm gonna say if you put yourself right in the shit, you can take out three. You can hit three of these Skelleboys at once, and just cards on the table. Skelleboys have one health, so you decimate them. Yeah, I'm gonna run up to them, and then I am uh, going. To- five skeletons remain. Five Sorry, skeletons remain. All right, so got five skeletons, and I am going to. I'm going to try to take out one more since I got to focus my thing here, but uh, I'm going to run up to a No, actually, I have an explosive weapon. You do? Yes. And I'm just looking up the exact protocols for that because... Ah, yes. Because <laughs> I do want to make sure I am making the most of my uh, time. So... Yeah. I would say with the five that remain, there's a group of two, a pair, a pair, and one off to the side. So if you attacked one of the pairs, uh, you could get both of them with an explosive attack. All right, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to try to get one of the pairs. Yeah, uh, it's a big guy and a little guy. They look like they were the skeletons of Laurel and Hardy. Okay, uh, well, I was no, Charlie Chaplin was the one that looked like Hitler. Never mind, I'm getting my <laughs> old comedians mixed up. So I'm just going to run over and uh, take up the big guy first. I rolled a five and a one, so I rolled a five. You rolled a five. Uh, you cleave through uh, the big, I forget which one was big, Laurel, I guess. And as you do, you sort of knock his rib cage out as one piece, which knocks into the, the skinnier one and sort of replaces his rib cage. It's a, it's a funny, fun visual gag, and they both collapse into a pile of uh, bones and sparks. Okay. And I assume like Sweeney River plays or something like as the uh, Sweeney plays on the marimba as like, yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, sheesh, Uh, the gladiator is out here gladiating and took out uh, five, (laughs) five mobs. I am learning what power is like in this game. (laughs) Oh, my God. Three skeletons remain. Listen, Space Hog 64 is going on a Space Hog assault right now. (laughs) Well, now that... um most of the skeletons are kind of cleared out thanks to our friend mm-hmm. <laughs> the gladiator our friend the space hog our friend the space hog you and me and the hog my neighbor space hog would it be possible to do what i was uh mentioning earlier and go get past some of these skeletons in order to in order to attack the dragon yeah uh, in a sense yes yeah i'm gonna say that'll be a speed roll uh to see if they can get to you okay i will do that I'll say the attack is part of it. Okay, because I am using, I want to use power cords. Oh, okay, okay, wait, what's power? Uh, which, uh, sonic waves stun and confuse oncoming hordes. All far enemies remove one harm from attacks. I want to remove one harm from the dragon. Okay, so you want to get past the skeleton to use power cords on the dragon? Yes, so that it will stun and confuse. Excellent, okay, yeah. So we're going to do a speed roll to see if you can get past the skeletons without harming yourself. Yes, okay. Uh, But you'll definitely be able to get within range of the skeleton to do power cords, no matter what the result is. All right, so it's two speed, so two dice. Mm -hmm. And that is a three and a six. You you straight up, like, uh, Barry Sanders juke a guy. Like, you're running, (laughs) I'm assuming you're in heels or slippers. What are you wearing? What are your feet situations uh i feel like uh this is an 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 action girl situation so Mm -hmm. i am definitely wearing heels that i can uh you know 
kick a guy and it would fucking hurt. Ada Wong's, as as it were. Yes. Ada Wong's. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you charge directly at one of the skeletons, and then there's a microscopic shoulder jiggle, and you destroy the skeleton's ankles. In fact, I'm going to say you killed a skeleton with this juke. Uh, there are now two remaining. He's <laughs> got a six. I feel I should reward it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god. He tried to follow me and his ankles just snapped under him. He's gone. It's not clear if he, if like the life and en- if the animating energies have left the skeleton or if he's just waiting for you all to leave. He, <laughs> he knows that just happened. <laughs> Can't believe I killed a man out of embarrassment. He's dead. And then, yeah, you get further into the hallway, mm-hmm. I guess, into the vestibule of the Capitol building. It opens up into the congressional chambers because I don't know what these things look like. That's the first room that you see. <laughs> Big round <laughs> arena. And there is the sort of the skeleton dragon in the pit of it all coming up at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what's it look like as you use power cords? I, I think that it, it's kind of similar to what I was doing earlier. I start to play a song and it gets more intense and more intense until it's a confusing level just speed and notes and so much all happening at once it's beautiful yes of course but also how could one possibly play a violin that quick right and yeah reverb the acoustics in here are ridiculous so uh not only are you coming at it from the front but the dragon sort of feels like this is coming from everywhere at once uh, and you throw off the dragons, the skeleton dragon sort of senses, whatever it is sensing with. And yeah, this succeeds, obviously, because that's what this mm-hmm. game's about. Oh, and so that is a, uh, I use two beat for that, I believe. So I take two off. Yeah, I use two beat. Oh, I am track Eric, you have two rage remaining. Okay. We'll get to how that's refilled uh, as we go. Luke, you're the last one available. So there's two more skeletons out there in the way. Yes. And they're just normal bone boys? Yeah, they're normal bone boys. Um, They are... One's got a long bow, like a a longer bow sort of deal, and the other uh, swinging a mace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm going to go... I enjoy hunching the ranged weapons out of their hands. Like, in my life... That is what I love just doing in, uh, like, shooting games. Just going fists only, mm-hmm. going odd job, I'm Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think I just want to go and I can't take out both of them out at least. Oh, I have, I'm dual wielding. Yeah, I would say you can probably take both of them out uh, if you roll good. Uh, double fours. Double fours, okay. Well, uh, yeah, on a four, I'm going to say you can take... Uh, both of them out using your one heart again these guys don't have a lot of health mm-hmm. uh but as you're getting close because you love getting close on these range guys to punch them mm-hmm. you sort of let the one with the mace slip your notice for a second and before you're able to take him out presumably with the shrapnel of his best friend they were friends they were best friends um mm-hmm. he's able to scrape you with the mace and you take two harm uh no Hmm. Because I'm going to use Armored Saint. Just ignore all the damage I would take. So he slams his mace down on me, and instead it bounces off of me because of my holy energy, and then it hits his own skull, and then the weight of the mace uh, just falls down, splitting his bone body in half. Okay. So he goes down. 
there is no marimba because you killed all the skeletons that would play it. <laughs> the only marimba left is the dragon. The, uh, the ground quakes further, and you see something starting to, to bubble up from it. it. It looks disgusting, but something's coming up from one of these fissures. But there's not much time to focus on that because the skeletal dragon makes its move. It's only the only person really in range i'm gonna say is uh madison so we're going to mm-hmm. just target her Uh-oh. so you came at it with your little your little magical thing it seems like okay okay well here's what i do and he belches flame <sighs> you take three harm unless you want to try mm-hmm. well is this on the same turn oh for uh oh yeah does it destroy i'm sorry what were you going to say, Luke? Because uh, I believe my armored saint, it does not say. Yeah. You it just says once per combat, ignore all harm. It says ignore all harm on this turn. So it belches flame at you and Luke glows a little bit. And it seems like Luke's glow is harmonizing with the violins and it protects you. You you're unscathed after being. I enjoy some strings. Just doused in flame. Who was not ready to experience that again? Yeah, and uh, the the skeleton, the skeletal dragon, seems frustrated and sort of stomps its uh, its feet, and you hear rattling coming from somewhere in the building. The next round has begun. There is a dragon in the middle of the congressional chambers. There is widening fissures. Are these widening fissures coming towards the uh, the chambers or towards the uh, the building? Oh, it seems like uh, yeah, it's a little bit of everywhere. Like uh, it's coming towards the building, but as you're getting through the building, it seems like this didn't just start with you. Like there is partially collapsed areas that are also bubbling uh, a little bit as well. That that mm-hmm. nasty goo. All oh, that nasty goo. <laughs> the next round begins. Who would like to go first? Uh, I'm still, I'm still away from, from both Space Hog and, and Luke at the moment, right? They're still mm-hmm. out yeah, there. They, they would, they would not have to use an action to catch up to you. So, uh, that can sort of play mm-hmm. out however we want. I think they might want to, uh, <laughs> come get over here at the first so that I can use, uh, one of my moves to give them a bit of a boost. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm doing cleanup, but I'm also probably the lightest on my feet out of the pair. So I'll go first then. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just make my way over. If, if you are getting closer, then I can do this at the very least. Yeah. I, we can just say that, that both of them, uh, irrespective of the turn, just rush in to join by your side. We are fools. Fools rush in. All right. To yeah. deal with the dragon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you want to buff up your boys. Yes, yes, I'm going to use uh, a voice like a horny angel. Yes! Oh, meatloaf reference. <laughs> and play them both a song that lifts their spirits and gives them a free reroll on their next turn. <laughs> they can pick the higher roll. All right, spend that beat. All right, and so that's two more down. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, and is that your turn then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to take my turn mm-hmm. so how do i refill rage uh you said you were starting to say oh yeah i'm sorry there i've forgotten to do drops uh i meant to do this with the last turn because you killed eight dudes and kind of pissed off the dragon so some drops happened we got two energy per person so that's going to fill you back up and then we'll say retroactively the Estradi, you're going to be at six out of eight beat 
Ah, okay. What also dropped is a two-harm mace after that slapstick death Mm -hmm. that that one suffered, uh, if anyone wanted to pick that up. Oh, I I think it would make sense if I was the one who picked it up. Yes, it would, uh, as you were the closest when it dropped. Mm -hmm. It has no tags. This is just a regular mace. It's I, I meant a flail, I guess. I was picturing a chained No one knows mace. the difference, Sam. It's I know. Perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you've got a weapon now that does two harm, no tags, and that's it. So yeah, drops are supposed to happen on my turn uh, based on what you guys have done and keeping you in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool, very cool. Uh, does that, uh, since a new weapon dropped and I would not end up choosing it over my current weapon you have my access every time i do that do i add a, do i get a new tag for my oh uh, you ch- i'm gonna say you have one that you swap between and then it's always gonna be holy uh in addition okay uh i would like to <laughs> let's let's see if i can randomize this into something interesting yeah do it all right that is uh double ones double ones it's a chain uh this will re- it ejects chains or rather spectral glowing halo like chains on every attack restricting movement on enemies oh golly very cool it'll help to keep the dragon down Mm -hmm. all right and space hog is gonna go and you know what since i just got two back space hog is going to leap into the air and come down with a shatter as close as he can to the dragon. Okay, yeah. So the, uh, the dragon takes two harm off of that just automatically as the ground quakes. I have to say another fissure sort of opens up, but uh, you, you see the green try to bubble up, but it seems pushed away even uh, from, from this attack that you just made. Okay, and I am then going to uh, run up to the dragon and try to chop him off at the tail. All right, give me a strength roll. Uh, I rolled a six and a one. Jeez, I would like one of you to fail sometime. (laughs) No, no, no. no. (laughs) So, yeah, you come at him. uh, You swing your explosive axe down at the tail, and you make a big dent in it, because this is extra two harm plus one to yourself so take one damage uh you finally manage to get chipped by these exploding shotgun shells attached Hmm. but the dragon looks upset about what you just did well you know what he can kiss my ass (laughs) it's cruel to be kind as some would say in the right measure that's right speaking of cruelty luke it's your turn you're the last remaining person, I should say. I am, I am. Well, I've, I've got this mace, and I look at this big old bone dragon, and I say, hey, I'm going to cast my vote, you piece of shit. And because it is a two-harm weapon, do I, like, get an extra dice, or... Uh, no, that's just how much damage it's doing. All right. Let's take this from Democracy City to Pound Town. Oof. Uh, that is a three. Three. Okay. So, uh, where are you coming at? It? Just going right for the face on this dragon? Oh yeah, I'm going right for the face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want him to see me coming. He does see you coming and mm-hmm. belches flame at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of the power cord still being in effect, it's not. Oh, as... I forgot the reroll. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Yep. You do. Power you have a reroll from my horning angel. <laughs> yeah. That's a six. Hey. That's a six. <laughs> uh, so it looks like uh, you're about to jump into the the path of its flame until again you you glow, and so does uh, Viastrati's violin glows, and again you harmonize, and flame passes uh, harmlessly. The skeletal dragon takes a chunk of damage to its face. Uh, you knock its jaw partially off, mm-hmm. uh, exposing that there's nothing really inside. You're not sure what would be generating the flame or the roars or the smoke, but this guy looks like shit. And it's nearly nearly dead. It, it looks about, and it roars. And it's uh, attempting to terrify you all. I'd like you all to make savvy rolls. Savvy. Savvy. Okay. I rolled the five. All right. I enjoy your vibe, (laughs) dragon. I think it's very cool. I think that my friend Sam would enjoy you. I hope that they are alive. (laughs) Or maybe not. Maybe they're in a better place. Hey, so do, um, does my, my, my voice, like a horny angel thing, uh, does that apply to me as well? Are you your own ally? Am I my own ally? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Okay, cool, because I rolled like a two and a one, so let's reroll. Ah, yes, it's better. A one and a five. All right, yeah. You all uh, stand tall as the the dragon tries to to terrify you and brings down more of the building. In fact, uh, another earthquake hits. uh, More goo seeps out and the, the floor starts to fall beneath you. And before you know it, you're falling again. And, uh, Luke, I don't know if we want to take a break here. We've been running, uh, but I was about to move us to a new stage. If Yeah, uh, like we can wrap up this session. Yeah. And then we'll uh, take a five minute break. Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cliffhanger, you're falling. Oh, God, we're fly- falling. Is the dragon also falling with us? We'll, we'll find out. Oh, God. I'm going to play his bones like a xylophone. Hope you do. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club. I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find this podcast at RPGPals.club or on our Twitter, which is RPG Pals Club. We hope that you have enjoyed this return to Waterdeep Dragon Heist as we are getting close to the end of Gary's vision. (laughs) It's only taken us uh, 56 episodes. No, 57. Yeah, 56 or so episodes to uh, get to the big finale. 10 days and 56 episodes. Yeah. (laughs) So look forward to uh, what is coming up in the uh, future. I'm curious to uh, whatever it is. More guns. We all get a gun. (laughs) It's it's just Shadowrun now. Campaign 2. We get guns. (laughs) (laughs) Even Barry. Bow, bow. Uh, I have plans and thoughts. (laughs) All but, right. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that. Leave us reviews. You you know the whole spiel. It means a lot. Also, like if you enjoy the podcast, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I Luke, your game master, can be found on Twitter at at Coltrek. That's K O L T R E G. I have a bunch of podcasts that are wrapped up, but also like the Exiled Annual is coming up soon. I did a fallout columbus set podcast where sounds like that is also going to get a new game plus style sequel to it and uh yeah follow me on twitter at at coltrag and 
check out all the shit that I do. I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at Frunding underscore Loom. It's F-R-O-O-N-D-I-N-G underscore L-O-O-M. And that's all I got to plug. I'm Madison. I've been playing Koyos. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Quipster Rikuru. Rikuru spelled R-I-K-U-R-U. Uh, and pretty much everything uh, I do will be linked through there. So, you know, it's a hub of sorts. Have fun. I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find me on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. Rock so hard, I had to put it in the URL. You can also support me monthly by going to my Patreon at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. Uh, I record new music, I record covers, and hopefully a visual novel that's going to act as sort of a prequel to uh, this little campaign we've been doing. You can also support me by going to my Bandcamp page at rhythmbaster.bandcamp.com or on my Threadless store at shop.rhythmbaster.rocks. I'm Gina Dazer. I'm on Twitter occasionally at adazer, A-D-A-S-E-R. I'm working on some pretty big projects right now, but uh, mostly in the physical space. Look forward to those in the future. And just... Take care of yourselves, show care for yourselves and others, and have some cocoa. This is season. Uh, hi, I'm Sahoni. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, uh, where you can talk, uh, see me talk about uh, my other podcast, uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a semi-weekly uh, current events comedy podcast where we look at the news and scream, but in a funny way. You can also uh, find links to my shop, bramblewolfgames.itch.io, because my game is finally launched. That's right. You can go get Exceptionals, a game about community, activism, and kinetic I-beams right now. It's been selling pretty well. Uh, I'm currently working on a setting book for it with some extra protocols uh, for more character options, uh, which you can support the uh, development of on my Patreon, which is Bramble Wolf Games on uh, Patreon. You know, uh, I have community copies if you are uh, a marginalized person or a poor person who, for whom the 15 bucks is, uh, would be too much of a burden for. Uh, and you can even sponsor extra uh, community copies through tips and uh, support on my Patreon. And uh, yeah, that kind of wraps things up. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to the entire party being together. Thank you again to Jen Overstreet for stepping in uh, on the previous arc. And keep an eye out. Keep healthy. Keep safe. Keep happy as much as possible. And thank you for listening. Catch you on the flip mode. Bye. Bye. Bye.